Another position preview show here, WindailySports.com, week number eight. And a so little Sunday slate that we can go over today. This is all sponsored by the Sharp app. Go to sharp.link. You can find out all the ways to download the Sharp app, whether that is the Google Play Store, Apple App Store. Sharp.link is where you go to find all of those. And still a one-week free trial. You can use the optimizer for the Sunday slate. You can use all of the tools we have, not just for NFL, too. There's NBA going on. Uh, we even have some PGA still throughout the weekend. So plenty, plenty to go over. And we, of course, are covering all the action here at WindailySports.com. WDS.one slash live week is the link that you can use to get the one week free trial. Of course, as always, link for that will also be in the description below on our YouTube channel. By the way, hit that subscribe button as well over on YouTube. Jason, on to week eight. How are you feeling about this week? Pretty good, man. Looks uh, no Patrick Mahomes on this slate, so I can't get burned by him this week. So <laughs> kind of shocking to see that happen. Man, I had a nice little lineup going. Everything was looking right. Some Damian Harris. And then the last Patrick thing. Patrick Mahomes, the one that ruined it for you? Yeah, man. The uh, last thing that I thought <laughs> would, would really happen, happened. So yeah, I'm not upset at the process, you know. Game at the highest over-under. Yeah. You know, one of the best. Going against a really bad defense. Bad yeah. defense, but I was actually just talking to David Meltzer earlier. We just did a pod real quick, and he's kind of saying, look, you're out there. You're, you're doing your business thing. You're you're making commercials. You're getting married. Maybe the focus is really not there. The reason why Brady's so good, he can separate it all and just have that level of, of focus and expertise that he, he wants to be the best every single time he gets on the field. And Mahomes, maybe. Lost a little bit of that coming in as kind of like the golden child that just couldn't do anything wrong. This is his first bit of out of, of adversity. So let's see what happens. You know, next couple of games, can they get back on a horse? But interesting to see. It's a nice little slate. No Mahomes out there. You got Josh Allen at the top. You got Brady, who you know, keeps going under own week after week after week. Your boy, Jalen Hurts, is going to be super popular at the quarterback position. So Look, Hertz seems to be the chalk, the guy, whether they lose by 20, win by 20, tight game, blowout, having a bad game, throws a couple picks game. He still finds a way over 20 points every single week. So he's going to be super popular going against the Lions. I do want to take a bet against you. I'll take the Lions straight up <laughs> that they beat the Eagles. You can you can keep the three and a half points. We'll get a nice little friendly. Yeah, I don't want, I'm not going to lie. I don't want anything to do with this game. Fantasy, there are some plays I like, but in terms of betting, I want nothing to do with this game. Your heart won't let you bet the Lions, huh? Not just that, but also the Lions won't let me bet the Lions. <laughs> Listen, like, man, they've, look, they've been in close games, but they've, they've found so many ways to lose, and I just – I don't know. I, I think they end up winning this game, but I, I expect it to be really close. The Lions, like, all right, let me just – the Lions, you, you say they find ways to lose. They really don't have much talent. I feel like they're finding ways into games. Um, the Eagles probably have just as much talent, and they're more so finding ways to lose than I think the Lions are finding ways to lose. So I think, look, they're they're destined for a win. I think they get it this game. Right. Um, I like both sides of this game, I think. Jalen Hurts is going to be popular with, with Goddard, and you can run back DeAndre Swift and Hawkinson. And if you got some courage, you can maybe run out some Jared Goff. But I think Hurts is, is the safer play as far as your cash game. He's going to be super popular, popular though. So for GPPs, you know, I'm definitely going to roll out some Josh Allen going against Miami. 
He should go out there and light it up. They don't really have much of a run game. I like Brady as well. Those are the three guys at the top of our, you know, our win daily projections that Knicks takes care of. Um, outside of that, it, it's 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 guys like Trevor Lawrence potentially. Guys yeah, against like, that Seattle secondary, absolutely. Yeah, him and Carson Wentz. You know, I think they're they're both in good spots. I actually prefer Lawrence over Wentz here. You know, Titans D. That doesn't worry me so much, but I just think Seattle's defense is more more susceptible that they can get torched up by Lawrence. So I kind of like Lawrence. I kind of like Wentz for value, but going to be playing a lot of say you know, it. No, I know you no, want no, this no, guy no. too. Say it. Say no, it. No, no. You say can talk it. about Bridge. You can talk about Bridgewater. I don't know if I can get behind Bridgewater. I'd rather play Heineke than Bridgewater. I'll tell you that much. Ooh, okay. Really? I, well, I'll say this: Denver's defense hasn't been playing well, so yeah, I, I would be fine with that. Uh, but no, I I like Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, if it if it's look, if there's something that's trending this way the entire season, like we are seven games in at this point, Washington's defense is horrible, and really there is not one quarterback that hasn't benefited off of it. And Teddy Bridgewater and the Denver offense has struggled, so I understand. Like I, when you say like you won't go Teddy, I, I completely understand it because Teddy Bridgewater has been struggling. But I just I, I think it's worth taking that chance of Teddy Bridgewater having another one of his dud games that Washington's just a bad defense and going to give him plenty of chances to make some big plays down the field. He does get Jerry Judy back. Cortland Sutton and Noah Font have been playing really well. So I, I think it's a good spot, especially at home against that Washington defense. Actually, I think it's a good spot for Teddy. All right, you might have sold me on some Teddy, man. I think I got <laughs> sold a little bit. No, if you just spread out your ownership between Bridgewater – Goff, Carson. I do like Wentz. Wentz. Wentz is a good one, yeah. Yeah, Carson like Wentz and Heineke. I think those four guys look for your GPPs. You're not trying to hit every single GPP, you know, lineup. Look, you you are trying to hit them all, but if you spread out some ownership between the four of these guys at close to minimum salary, I'm Xing off Darnell. I know the matchup is pretty good against Atlanta, but he worries me. He's yeah, no, nah, he's he's broken. I don't care about the matchup, he's broken. Yeah, he worries yeah. me a bit. You know, maybe deep, deep million maker. I'll throw in a Darnell lineup to DJ Moore. I actually like does. the other quarterback in that game, to be honest with you. Yeah, Matt Ryan is is in play. Carolina's I we don't really know what to make of Carolina. Look, they they won some easy games against some bad opponents, and then they've been just manhandled since those first three games. So look, Matt Ryan in play. I think you know the million maker is going to be decided with one of these five K guys. You know, one of these five yep. K guys. Will go off. Everybody else is going to be playing Jalen Hurts in cash, playing Josh Allen in cash, maybe some Tom Brady. But these 5K guys, Bridgewater, Goff, Carson Wentz, Heineke. And if you want to throw in, you know, Matt Ryan in that too, I think, you know, nobody's going to play Matt Ryan. He, he had a good week last week. The matchup is not as good as it was last week, but he's definitely still in play at 5,900. Combo him with Kyle Pitts, maybe even throw in some Calvin Ridley, who we'll talk about later on. But those guys are going to be really interesting. What's your thoughts on Mac Jones, though? Is there any Mac Jones love yet? Because he's another guy at 5,200 that's also in the mix here. That is a really good question. Uh, I would like to say yes, but I actually think that this game kind of calls for the Patriots to run the ball a lot. It's why if Ramondre Stevenson's out again, you know, I would actually really like Damian Harris in this game because the the Chargers are the second-worst rush defense in the NFL. Not saying like Mac Jones can't have a good game, 
but I think there is a limit to what his fantasy value is just because of the fact that I, I think this game plan kind of calls for more of a, of a ground game than it does for Mac Jones to throw it 40 times and get 300 yards. So yeah, I think Mac Jones will have a fine game. Like I think he'll play well. Uh, I just don't know if that ceiling is going to be there because the game plan again, I think calls for more of Damian Harris than it does for Mac Jones. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. You know, the, the passing defense, you know, fourth against the pass. Mac Jones only throwing for 300 yards one time, you know, in his last game. So I think it is a run first. Try to slow down the Chargers with some run games. So I'm off of Mac Jones. You know, I'm not touching Tua. Trevor Lawrence is another guy that, you know, we mentioned briefly against Seattle. I think he's in play too. So it's going to be a lot of, you know, mixing and matching your stacks with these Cheap quarterbacks, and then also for your cash games, you lock up Jalen Hurts and Josh Allen. I think you can have a pretty tight, you know, quarterback pool with those two guys up top, Hurts and Allen. You want to take a shot on Tom Brady with all his weapons potentially back. I think that makes sense too. And then sprinting, you know, sprinkling some shares of Bridgewater, Wentz, Trevor Lawrence, um, probably off of Mac Jones, maybe have a share of Matt Ryan and Jared Goff potentially as well. And I'm not touching Justin Fields. You know, he might go out no, there and, and finally, yeah. you know, finally break a, a, a rushing touchdown or a big rushing, you know, day. But he just doesn't do it for me. You know, he's only broken double digits one game, and that's versus Green Bay. Got shut down by Tampa, shut down by Las Vegas, shut down by Detroit. So he really doesn't – he doesn't have the weapons. He doesn't have the team. He doesn't have the coach. Um, so I'm just off of him, and we can slide over to running backs, man. Yeah, let's slide over to the running backs right now. And I just got to say, first thing that really uh, immediately jumps out at me, Derrick Henry. Uh, he's not even in the top five. One, two, three. He just barely makes the top five in terms of, no, doesn't. One, two, three, four, five. Math, really hard. Sixth. He doesn't make the top five in terms of running backs projected uh, for points this week, which, like to be honest, makes a lot of sense because that indie defense is pretty good. You know, is this one that, and the thing is, he's still 8,900, which is still up there. It's the top salary in the entire slate. Uh, is this one where maybe you see a lot of people coming off of Henry and you go back to him in a game like this? Or does it kind of worry you that, I mean, the, his opponent is pretty good in Indy? See, I, I think Sticks, you know, wanted to slide him down because he wanted to get everybody off him this week. You know, he he <laughs> controls our projection models. And look, it's probably it's the right play. Look, at 8,900. Going against, you know, maybe top five, top eight, you know, defense against really good defense here yeah. in Indianapolis. Um, after a, a dud game, people are going to be off him. I'm, I'm saying if I'm going to make GPP lineups, it's really tough to build with somebody at that price tag. Not to say that you can't build with him. Um, probably doesn't deserve that salary for this week with the rest of the value on the slate. People in better matchups. You know, I'd rather spend up at other positions, potentially a wide receiver here and get some safety there. I just think there's better options, and that's why we kind of, you know, we push this projection down. Kamara on DraftKings, look, Tampa Bay is going to be up in this game. I think they win this game pretty easily. And we saw with Kamara, man, he had 30 combined targets and touches going through last week. He's their best player on the field. Jameis really can't, you know, find people deep right now, so – He's relying on Kamara. He's relying on him breaking tackles and, and being everything for this offense right now. So I think that's why Nick, you know, bumped his projection up ahead of Henry. And then you got guys in really good situations to follow. So you have Darrell Henderson, which I got a little bit disappointed about last week. You know, he just didn't 
if you can't do anything in that matchup, a little bit worried in this matchup. It's just as good in, as his previous matchup. But for whatever reason, he he averaged three yards a game against Detroit, man. And that kind of kind of worries me a bit, man. Yeah. And he only got 45 yards. He hasn't broken, you know, 100 yards all season. But this is a cupcake matchup against, you know, one of the league worst rushing defenses again, you know, in Houston. They're favored by 14. So I'm going to go back to the well. The price is right on Henderson. And I really like DeAndre Swift, man. I feel like the only reason you want to come off DeAndre Swift is because so many people are going to play the Jalen Hurts, DeAndre Swift combination. So he's going to be super high on in my eyes by the time Sunday rolls around. He's he's dealing with some injuries, but he's in a smash spot. So I think he's going to be the most popular running back for good reason. He's game script proof. If they're winning, they're going to run him into the ground. If they're losing, then he's going to be catching, you know, six to ten balls. So Swift is pretty much matchup proof here. Really like Swift. You think the Eagles find a way to kind of contain Swift, or are they are they focused on where are the where are the Eagles really going to be focused on to try to win this game? Um, does it even matter? I guess it's really good. Like it, not and, and not to just like to, to be smart about it, but like seriously, I just they haven't been good at anything. So <laughs> I, I think the one thing like Darius Slay still looking really good this season. So whatever wide receiver has to be matched up with Slay, I don't think it's going to get a lot. But other than that, like they have an issue outside of Slay when it comes to their secondary. Their linebackers aren't any good. They're filled with a bunch of backup linebackers and guys who can't cover like Eric Wilson. And the defensive line isn't playing that well. And Jonathan Gannon is playing such a vanilla defense that you now I think teams can do anything against them almost. But I, I think DeAndre Swift is fine in this one. The Eagles' rush defense has been horrible all season long, and it's not going to change anytime soon. And DeAndre Swift, again, like, you know, matchup proof, game script proof. Uh, I love him, but this is one where he really could have like a hundred yard game. He could have all of those receiving yards. Like this could be a, a, a legit huge day for DeAndre Swift. So I love him this week. Also, I like Damian Harris. I know he had a big week last week, but it this has been becoming a trend. This is consistent that he's good. Obviously, it'd be a lot better if Stevenson still remains out. Uh, but I do like Damian Harris, and I think he's been so good that even if Stevenson comes back, like he's going to get the bulk of the carries because he's that good, and he has a great matchup against the Chargers. Another one I like, uh, and maybe this is one that this is a little too gross, but Alex Collins I think you can take at certain spots, and this is one of them. He had a 100-yard game against the Steelers. He's getting the carries, had a 16 attempts in his last game against the Saints, but let's be honest, like Saints and Rams are the two games that he didn't have over 100 yards. He had 47 against the Rams, 35 against the Saints. Those are two really good rush defenses. Jacksonville is not. Jacksonville's a bad defense in general. So I'm not going to lie. I think Alex Collins could be a nice play here at 5,300 for a guy that could potentially get over 100 yards and a score as well. Yeah, keep an eye on him right now. He sat out of practice on Thursday. If he, if he's I have to do that, full, yeah. Yeah, if he's a yeah. full go... The matchup is good, but I kind of like the other side of the ball here. I, I always, you know, to my to my sometimes, I always give guys a, a second chance here. So James Robinson, you know, he hasn't had that that monster game, but he's been pretty consistently getting all the touches, you know, yep. 17, 18, 18, 15 in his last four games. Coming off a bye week, he should be rested. Touchdown in four consecutive games, you know, pretty much averaging 20 to 25 points the last four games. So I think him against Seattle, he'll be used on both sides, man. Like Seattle's 30th against the run, 27th against the pass. 
I don't see a way that Robinson doesn't have a good game, you know, in, in this game this weekend. So I like Robinson. Yeah, and they've committed a, to the run too. They committed yeah. to help out Lawrence a little bit with the run. So yeah, and he's, he's like going to be you know with with Henderson in the same price range, DeAndre Swift in the same price range. I think the ownership comes off of James Robinson. So like if if Swift or Henderson end up being twenty five percent owned, I think he's going to be now Robinson will now be like ten to twelve percent owned. So like you're getting some leverage over guys. So if Henderson or Swift bust. And, and, you know, Robinson goes out there and gets 25 points. There'll be a, a good spot to climb the leaderboard. So, like, those three guys I'm really interested in. I think all three of them in great spots. You know, those teams can't stop the run. And, and game script will probably be in their favor, potentially, or they'll be in a close game where they'll be used, you know, effectively through four, four quarters here. So, those are my three favorite running backs. Kamara, if you can fit them. Think he makes a lot of sense. I can back Nick up on that. Eli Mitchell against Chicago, the price is right. If San Fran moves the ball, they have a great, you know, it's it's a great rushing offense versus a good, you know, rush defense here. But at the price tag at, at fifty four hundred, you don't need much to hit value here. And Mitchell's been impressive. I think it's more of a product of how good San Fran's you know run game is. They can just slide anybody back there. Um, it doesn't really matter who it is. But Mitchell has been effective in, in every game. He, you know, he got the the boatload of the, the touches there. You know, he, he had 100 yards last game, 100 yards a couple of games ago. So at the price tag at 5,400, I do think he makes some sense as well. Yeah, let's move over to the wide receivers now as we're going over a position-by-position -position preview right here at WindDailySports.com. All sponsored by the Sharp app. Go to sharp.link. All the ways you can download the Sharp app, whether it is the Google Play Store, Apple App Store, and also one week free trial. You can use the one week free trial to get the projection model optimizer and more to help you out for this Sunday. WDS.1 slash live week is what you can use to get that one week free trial. And if you just want the link for that, it is the description below here on YouTube. And make sure hit that subscribe button on the YouTube channel. All right, Jason, here to wide receivers and of course, this is usually the one that takes up the bulk of our conversation. So let's get into it, man. Uh, where are you going here, wide receiver? Uh, whew, that that nine k, nine k jumping out, man. That is Derrick Henry level uh, type of salary right there. Super consistent, though, man. Like yeah, the way, I, the way I'm going to play Cooper Cup, you know, just just put him in fifty percent of your lineups. You know, at this price tag, the matchup is great. Um, we don't know if Houston can stay in this game, you know, long enough. Our guy Statsational actually has a play on Houston with the points, 14 points, 14 and a half points, you know, wherever it ends up landing on your sports book. Tyler Taylor, right? He, yeah, he likes the Texans here. And even in blowouts, you know, when they beat up on the Giants 38 to 11, still got 12 targets. Um, whether they win or lose, they're, they're using Cup throughout the game He's a, a red zone target. You know, there's four games now they score two touchdowns. Pretty much every game, you know, he's at or close to over 100 yards or close to 10 targets. There's so much volume pumping through Cooper Cup right now that he's Safford's favorite target. It's obvious. Good matchup. You play him in half your lineups, and I think you fade him in the rest. That's the way I'm going to end up playing Cooper Cup, you know, moving forward. Um, especially on a set like this where I think he's a better play than Derrick Henry. Um, but to that same point, 
the the $1,000 discount that you do get on Stefan Diggs, it's a nice little discount, and it allows you to build a little bit more. And a good matchup, too. Yeah, a really good matchup. Um, allows you to balance your lineup a little bit more. The extra $1,000 go a long way. And it's not like, you know, Stefan Diggs can't go out there and put up a 20-point game, 25-point game. You know, if this game stays close, he can maybe put up a little bit more. You know, Miami's allowing 297 yards passing per game here. So Diggs is definitely in play as well. You know, at the top end, those are the two guys that are really going to, you know, pose a threat to go out there and have a big game. I like Debo. 7,400 in this matchup, probably going to stay away. DJ Moore, this would be the bounce back spot for him. Like if he were to have that bounce back spot like he had earlier this season, the price is definitely running him. The matchup is definitely great. The targets have still been there, you know, for the last five weeks, over 10 targets, five out of the last six. He's not getting into the end zone, and he's not eclipsing 100 yards in the past three games since you know what, Sam Darnold has been struggling. But this matchup is better than his last couple of matchups. You know, the Giants play pretty stout defense. He Philadelphia played them tough. So DJ Moore is kind of sneaky. I don't know how many shares I'll have of him, but he's definitely sneaky at this point. Yeah, I think so. I think with the, the top guys I want to go for, um, I do like – I, I do like Jamar Chase, but not enough. Like, I don't know. It's against the Jets, so he should be able to put up points. Uh, I think the only concern you would have is, like, does he just have a couple of catches and the one big play and that's it? Like, he could have still a great game, but just what's the ceiling? I guess is a better question. But I do like Chase. He's fine in most matchups. I like Calvin Ridley a lot in this game. Carolina's defense, I think we're starting to see, and I think you mentioned it earlier. You know, we're trying to figure out what they are, but they are looking a little fraudulent uh, compared to their start, in which they went 3-0, but I'll three teams are really bad. So I find them a little fraudulent and I do like Calvin Ridley. I think the Atlanta offense is actually getting going real well. And Matt Ryan's having a solid season. So I like Ridley also probably going to bring me to another pass catching target there in Atlanta that I want to go to, but I do like some of the Jacksonville receivers as well against Seattle. I think the biggest one. Yeah. I think the biggest one, Marvin Jones, uh, I want to take in this one. Uh, Because I'm expecting really the big play uh, is going to happen here. So I like Marvin Jones, but yeah, when it comes to some of the top guys, I think I want to stick with a lot of Calvin Ridley. I think he's fine, but also Stephon Diggs, as you just said, like that's another one. Dude is gonna, dude is probably gonna eat up against this Dolphins defense. Yeah, look, you also gotta look to this this Philly, you know, wide receiver core. They need to step up here. Um, it's confusion on who's their number one. We all thought it was Devontae Smith. We all want to give you know Quez Watkins a look. Jalen Rieger's out there trying to do his thing. But I think it's Devontae. You know, if you're not going to go with Goddard, um, you need a wide receiver to pair with Jalen. I think Devontae Smith is a good landing spot, man. He's got the upside here. So take a shot on Devontae. There's really not a lot in this mid-range. Like, I would love to figure out a way. I agree with you. As I'm building building lineups to go with a cheap quarterback, um, you know, a value, maybe two value, you know, running backs and build – with Cooper Cup and potentially Stephon Diggs or, or someone in this high end because the mid-range is not so strong. You know, I wrote up an article today, you know, if T.Y. Hilton is out, I think Michael Pittman makes a lot of sense at 5,300. He's in play. You take a shot on Devontae Smith. I like LaVisca at 4,700. You know, he's still getting the targets, hasn't really seen the production, but, you know, a matchup against Seattle where they could potentially be playing from behind. Um, I think that game plays, you know, a little bit more over than, you know, what 
Vegas has it for right now. So I think that game can shoot over. So I like Jacksonville, Chenault. You know, a nice cheap pairing. If you go Chenault and like Trevor Lawrence, you don't have to run it back with DK Metcalf or Lockett, but just a combination of Chenault and a Trevor Lawrence, you're at around $10,000. Then you can go pay up and get your Cooper Cup and Stephon Diggs. You can also, you know, talk about some tight ends. You can also throw in Dan Arnold here, and now you have even more value. So I think you really want to pay up a wide receiver this week. I don't really feel too confident in the low end. Like nobody right now. It's still early in the week, though. So, you know, things will pop up Saturday and Sunday. But currently, I don't really see anybody in this 3K range that really has me, like, super interested. Like, I don't really want to go to Von Jefferson or, you know, any of these Jets receivers or, or Washington receivers. Freddie Swain, maybe, 3,200. He's been active. But for the most part, there's nobody in this 3-4K range. And with Tampa Bay being at full strength, potentially, you can't go to, a, like, a nice, fairly priced Chris Godwin or Mike Evans here. Antonio Brown and Gronk might be back. So it's really tough right now, wide receivers. So it looks like in my early builds, I'm paying up for two wide receivers with one mid-range guy and taking value elsewhere. Yeah, I think the two guys, really, that if you want to take in that 3-4K range, Monra St. Brown, a good matchup against the Eagles. And again, he's going to be going up against Steven Nelson, which likely means a good day for him. I don't think he's going to see a lot of Darius Slay. And also Cole Beasley, like we know he gets peppered with targets and this Miami's defense is really, really bad. Uh, this could be a day where Cole ends up even finding the end zone, ends up with, you know, seven, eight targets, six, seven catches, that type of thing. Uh, I, I like Beasley in this one too, more so than I think even Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, I like Beasley. I think he can really provide a, a, some good value at that 4,900. So let's go over. You mentioned a tight end. Uh, I, I got to be honest. There are some values you can go with, of course. I love Kyle Pitts um, against Carolina. Uh, he has been a stud. He is very clearly an elite tight end. Uh, he's very clearly a favorite target of Matt Ryan now. And his physical traits are so good that he could take any catch and go 20 yards, 30 yards after the catch because he's that damn talented sounds like uh, you read I, my article today that, that's what did it did. really <laughs> that's, that's, i basically said not only is kyle pitts catching balls but he's actually doing something with those yes. catches a lot of tight yes. ends just catch the ball and they fall on the floor exactly. five yard catch eight <laughs> yard catch no pitts is actually grabbing these balls and running for 20 yards every time he touches the ball so yeah pitts is at the top for a reason and he's going to be popular. That's the only thing to come off of Pitts. He's going to be popular because we're so used to paying $8,000 for the, the safest, highest end, you know, tight end with Kelsey being on the slate or Darren Waller being on the slate or in previous years, George Kittle. So Pitts is actually affordable to get the best guy at a position at 6,300. He's going to end up being really popular. So I think you play him in cash. And I think you can, you know, fade him in some spots in GPPs because he's going to be, you know, currently I'm looking at the optimizer right now. And surprisingly, he's not at the top, but I think he creeps up to the top um, as the week goes on. I think Goddard, who's currently, you know, the highest projected own tight end, he's in that mid-range 4,700. I'll be shocked if Pitts doesn't climb up. If he stays under-owned where he's like under 10% or under 15%, I might just hit the lock button on Pitts and, and find value elsewhere because I agree with you. I think the upside is enormous here. 
Yeah, the only other tight ends uh, I would go for, I like TJ Hawkinson in a matchup against Philly. Obviously, we saw Foster Moreau absolutely torch them, who's like a third-string bleeping tight end for That's the Raiders. For you, yeah, Philly's just terrible against tight ends, like it, truly. Uh, so I like Hawkinson. Obviously, just got to monitor health, but you know he's he should be good, and I think this is a game that he can really bounce back in. And I know it's a, somewhat of a tough matchup against Buffalo, but with the fact that I think Miami's going to have to throw the ball a lot, Mike Kosicki's become a real big favorite target for Tua Tungavailoa, and I think that, honestly, I, I don't know what the game script would be to take me away from that, if there's a matchup that can take me away from that. Because if this is one where Miami's going to have to throw 30, 40 times, Kosicki's going to get a lot of those targets. And look, the, the production's going to be good enough where you can get in the end zone, you can get close to 100 yards. I I like Kosicki a lot in this game uh, as well. And there's, again, not many tight ends I like, but Hawkinson, Gasicki, Pitts, those would be the guys that I'd look for. Yeah, listen, that Philly hate continues in your heart, man. You just skip over Dallas Goddard like he's not even on <sighs> not even on the projection model right there. In the I know, spot. I know. He hasn't had that game yet, but you got to feel like Hurts is going to go to the, you know, his bigger target here and try to try to move the ball a little bit through Goddard and, and the tight end, so... I think you got to play yeah, some they, Goddard like you really do. Like you can't just hit the avoid button on him because you hate the Eagles so badly. No, right now. no, no, no. It's not he's that. Still, it's not look, that. he's fairly it. priced. Um, he's getting targets. He's not doing much with them. This offense is not really moving the ball much, but this is a breakout spot against, you know, a, a bad defense in Detroit too. So like you got to, you got to get some shares of Goddard, I think. Um, I love Hawkinson if he's healthy. You know, attacking Philly is definitely a smart play. Noah Font, too. Look, Washington's defense is, is awful. Um, I guess see what's going on with Jerry Judy because it looks like he might play. It's the only does, reason why I didn't say Font. Yeah, I, if he I does play, I think he's 50 50 right now. If he does play, you might want to lower your shares off Font or maybe completely go off Font. Um, but it's pretty tight for me to top. It, it's it's what Nick got laid out in the projection model here Pitts, Font, Goddard, Hawkinson. You know, if you want to throw Gasecki in some lineups, you know, you kind of sold me on Gasecki as well, just because, look, Tua loves him. They're definitely going to be playing from behind, and he's heavily involved in this offense where, you know, some of these other tight ends need everything to break right for them. Gasecki is playing wide receiver, kind of like Kyle Pitts is playing wide yeah. receiver, um, even though he's a tight end. And the only other guy I'm going to mention at tight end that I, I think has some strong value, look, Dan Arnold, 2,800 on DraftKings. He's getting as many targets in the past two weeks as Chenault, number two target guy, you know, out outside of Marvin Jones. He's barely behind him as far as target share goes. So at 2,800, bad defense, bad secondary, giving up a ton of yardage to all their receivers that they face in Seattle. So I think Arnold, you can even flex him out. Like if you want to stack up these tight ends um, and go with like uh, Kyle Pitts and, and Dan Arnold, and then you go with these expensive, you know, quarterback uh, wide receivers with a cheap quarterback. You can really build a, a nice little, nice little lineup. Whether you're playing cash or GPP, so you know the value that he opens up allows you to go out there and get Cooper Cup pretty easily. In my eyes, do I dare say Moali Cox is not bad for this too? Moali Cox is man. He's involved. You know exactly. That's the thing. He's getting really involved in this offense. Yeah, he's involved. And he kind of shut down all the other tight ends. Like, you know, there's still other tight ends on the field, and he's the guy that's getting all the action. So, yeah, you can throw him into the mix. 
Um, GPP only for me. He's he's a little bit touchdown dependent, um, but he's he's getting active looks in the red zone. So you know, for his price tag at thirty two hundred in in a cupcake matchup as well, I think it's a smart little play to to go against. If you're going to be stacking up some Tennessee, you know, he might be a safer play than a, a Michael Pittman. But yeah. I guess he was going to T.Y. Hilton. You know, I'm not all in, all in on him. Uzuma, too, man. Like, I don't know how many more weeks he can go out there and do what he does. It's not being targeted enough. Like, he's getting a, yeah. a targets, which he can do a lot with. But it's not – like, again, he's getting about four maybe a game. Yeah. You know, that's just yeah. not enough for me. Yeah, I can't, I can't really lock it up by any means, but – you know, GPP darts, if you talk about guys like Mola Alley Cox, I think Gerald Everett's in the mix. I think Ricky Seals-Jones is still in the mix there too. But the guys that we mentioned earlier are, are the guys that I'm going to be playing in my lineup. You know, if I get – if I'm building, you know, 50, 100, 150 lineups, then we can start getting into names that we just mentioned. Yeah, and that'll wrap things up here for the position-by-position position preview. Uh, I will ask this because we're also on the Sharp app for this show as well. Sharp.link, you can download it, whether it's a Google Play Store, Apple App Store, all the ways you can download the Sharp app there at Sharp.link. Uh, so, Jason, what were the, uh, some of the best you like? Yeah, I like the Lions, man. I'm going to take your money, and I'll take the Lions Son plus three and a half. <laughs> um, the over 44 and a half in the Jags-Seahawks game. I think both these defenses are bad, and I think Geno Smith, gets it together. Trevor Lawrence gets it together to put up enough points here. I think the Bucks roll the Saints, man. You know, four and a half points. Brady, that offense, firing in all cylinders to go against Jameis. I know this defense is pretty good, and you, know, you have Sean Payton that can maybe stifle Brady, but, you know, I like that. I know our guy, Station. I spoke to him earlier today. He likes the Bears plus four. He likes the Panthers plus three, and the Washington football team plus three and a half going against your Broncos that I know you like. So those are the games that we like. Uh, the Lions will win their first game of the season against the Eagles. I'm letting you take the bet, man. Do you want to support your Eagles? No. Can I just yeah. can I just take it yeah. money line? No, I don't. I'll I don't. give you money no, line. No, I'll like, give you money I, line. I'll give you money line. A one for one bet. A nice easy bet. I hate it. I hate I hate this game so much. It's so it's so bleeping gross. No, I won't. It's probably the Lions. It truly is. It's probably all the right, Lions. All right. I just don't like betting money. this game. Um, all right, that'll wrap things up. Again, position by position preview, all sponsored by the Sharp app. Also, one week free trial. You can get this. See what, what's on the screen right now. That is what we call the projection model. And you can get that with the one week free trial, WDS.1 slash live week. And also you get the optimizer as well when you sign up for one week of Win Daily Sports. That'll do it for us. Follow me at jchance at 34. Follow Win Daily Sports at Win Daily Sports. And be sure to tune in tonight. Joel will be live for a little bit of college football super flex. That's tonight, 8 o'clock, right here at windailysports.com.